you don't notice all the other trouble that is in the middle. Mm-hmm. So, but you're so fascinated, you're so focused on that. So you never, it's never the what you think it is. But if your purpose and your focus is laser focused, then you find a way to navigate all the stuff that is thrown your way. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCEO podcast, and I appreciate you listening to this episode. And if you've been listening this year, you know that we hit 1,600 episodes at the beginning of this year. And we're doing something a little bit different where we're repurposing our favorite episodes around certain categories, topics, or as I like to call them, business pillars that we think are going to be extremely impactful for CEOs, entrepreneurs, and business owners, or what I like to call the CV Nation Architects those that are looking to level up their organizations. And this month, we are focusing on knowing thy numbers. I can hear the phrases from Mr. Wonderful on Shark Tank. And if you understand or don't understand exactly what numbers is, think finance, economics, accounting, capital, investment, funding, bootstrapping, anything that's around numbers. So we have to understand how important it is to know your numbers and how important that is for you to forecast, make decisions, and to be able to truly strategize around your business and do that successfully. So things are going to be a little bit different, obviously, this month. So look for CEO hacks and CEO nuggets and interviews that focus around this. But more than everything else, make sure that you know your numbers because they're extremely important to the life of your business. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gretch from the I Am CEO podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. As Safwan Shaw of PayActive. Safwan, it's awesome to have you on the show. Thank you very much, Gretch. I'm excited to be here. Super excited to have you on as well. And what I wanted to do was just read a little bit more about Safwan so you can hear about all the awesome things that he's doing. An engineer by training, an entrepreneur by accident, Safwan is the founder and CEO of PayActive. After selling a previous company and committing To his golf game, Safwan pulled himself out of retirement to launch Pay Active and level the playing field for the financially vulnerable. Safwan's work connects the dots between math, economics, history, and music. His first book, It's About Time, How Businesses Can Save the World, One Worker at a Time, turns conventional wisdom on its head and calls for businesses to embrace the mantle of saving the world. Safwan, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Yes, very ready. Awesome. Let's do it. So to kick everything off, I wanted to hear a little bit more about your background and your CEO story and what led you to start your businesses. Yes. So I'm by training, as the bio said, I'm by training an engineer and ended up in Silicon Valley after my PhD. And one thing led to another. I just, frankly, I didn't, I couldn't get a job. Mm. So, or a job that I liked to be more accurate. (laughs) So, so I ended up like most people in the Valley, in Silicon Valley, Northern California, people become entrepreneurs. And I started one company, didn't get anywhere, started another, 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 and so on and so forth until you had a very successful payments company. And after finishing that, I thought I'd never work again. And I actually did that. I was retired for two and a half years Mm -hmm. and discovered the mysteries of golf. (laughs) (laughs) 
guys literally play 300 days a year for a couple of years and you did the usual thing trying to figure out. It's almost you lose your bearings when most of the things you thought you're going to do, like education and a good job, a better job, a good job. Mm-hmm. You've done all that at a company and your worries are different. And that's what led to pay active. So the foundation of pay active is introspection and realizing the state of the human condition and trying to answer the question that why is it that in the richest country of the world we have a huge number of people living paycheck to paycheck. So Pay Active was was created, operated, grown to solve that problem. Nice. I find that the engineering skill, the ability to be to be able to problem solve is integral to being an entrepreneur and business owner. So even though, you know, that you transitioned from being an engineer to that, it seemed like it it, it went seamlessly for you, maybe? Nothing goes seamlessly. Mm-hmm. Sometimes as you if you see a destination, imagine that you're looking at a mountain in the distance, but you don't notice the, the ravine that is in the way when you get to the mountain. You don't notice the water. You don't notice all the other trouble that is in the middle. Mm-hmm. So, but you're so fascinated. You're so focused on that. So you never, it's never the, what you think it is. But if your purpose and your focus is laser focused, then you find a way to navigate all the stuff that is thrown your way. Absolutely. And that definitely makes sense. If, you're, if your why and your purpose is that strong, then you find a way to fix those problems and, and navigate all through that. So I know you've been able to do that with Pay Active, and I know you have a very strong mission for there. So I wanted to hear a little bit more about that, what you're doing, and how you're serving the clients that you're working with. Yes. So, so Pay Active has a very well-defined purpose, and that is to alleviate financial stress for the way we word it, alleviate financial stress for hardworking Americans with financial security, dignity, and no additional debt. Mm. So the underlying premise is that uh, two-thirds of America is living paycheck to paycheck. Many of them are hourly workers, about 78 million. And they're borrowing between that paycheck period, the two-week period or the one-week period. They're borrowing money from payday lenders and all kinds of other alternative financial services. And my whole thesis or underlying premise of Pay Active is that why are they borrowing it when they already have some money earned every day? So if you're on the seventh day of a 14-day pay cycle, you have seven days of income that you've already earned. It's just not accessible to you. Mm-hmm. In, a, in a manner of speaking, it has been loaned to the employer. The employer owes you that money. And in anticipation, you're getting hit by an overdraft or taking a payday loan, which costs you $35 each time. Mm-hmm. So my whole underlying thesis was that money should move faster between the worker and it, their employers, especially when they need it. There should be no embarrassment to ask that Mr. Miss Employer, I've earned $300. Can I get a hundred out of it? Because mm-hmm. it's their money that is being held. So that was the underlying premise of Pay Active and we started it. And of course, for the first few years, everybody thought that it would never work. And I made a conscious decision to go to businesses. So it's a B2B thing. And I said to businesses, hey, your employees need it. And I can provide you the technology to accomplish it. And so my company funds that money. And then the employer reimburses us on payday. So we assume 
the biweekly cycle and the lower income worker, employee, paycheck to paycheck person can get the $100, $200 when they need it mm-hmm. without having to, to do these little loans and so on and so forth. So that's the, that's the business. That's pay active. It activates your pay. Nice. I, I love that. I love how that definitely solves the problem. Because like you mentioned, if the money's already allocated or earmarked, maybe that might be a better word, within the company and organization, you're doing the work and you you already know you're going to do the work to, to get there, then being able to get that if you need it at a certain point is a lot better than going to potential so this, alternative funding. So Gresham, this is not even earmarked. This is already earned. Oh, uh, okay. Ah, so okay. You are never work giving, seven hours. Got you. We are okay. never giving money that is from the future. Mm. In fact, we are correcting. You know, it's it's already there in a timesheet that Safan has worked thirty-seven hours this week, and if he's making twenty dollars an hour, he's made whatever seven hundred dollars. That money is owed to Safwan by the employer. If he quits that moment, he'll get that money. So all I'm saying is if they need it, let them access it. It's theirs anyway. Yeah. That makes sense. Cause you've already it's putting a I don't want to say the monkey wrench, but in the whole like two week cycle, because like you said, yes. you've already worked the seven hours or seven days of a week, then if you need it, then you can get it and have access to it. Yeah. The, I usually give this like 30 second example that we pay our landlords in advance. Mm-hmm. We pay our vendors upon delivery or we have terms that I'll give you 30 days later and 2% more. And our customers pay us the moment they get the service. You can't walk into a Starbucks, get a cup of coffee and not pay them and say to them, hey, I'll send you the money in two weeks. It doesn't <laughs> yeah. work that way. But the person who's serving you behind the counter will wait two weeks to get paid. And it hurts them sometimes. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a strange system, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the one who needs it the most has to wait the longest. Absolutely. And I wanted to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce. And this could be for you or it might be for your organization. You might have already touched on this, but what do you feel sets you apart and makes you unique? So number one is the power of the idea. The fact that everybody thought that the employee, that the employer was doing a favor to the employee which they do in some sense because they give them a job. But the fact that employees are actually loaning money to the employer for two weeks, nobody had thought of that before. Mm -hmm. Because it's a legacy of kingdoms and generals and you got paid when the war was won or you, you paid your subjects when loyalty was needed by royalty. So, Mm So the secret sauce of doing this was to solve three different problems, which nobody had thought of. One was, how to figure out a way to work with businesses where they have time and attendance systems, clock in, clock out, all that stuff where time is sitting, how many hours so-and-so has worked. So finding a way to link to so many different types of systems and do it seamlessly. Also talk to every payroll system so that when the paycheck goes to the employee, it is reflected that, hey, this is your paycheck of $1,000. You've already taken 220 so that everything is compliant in the regulatory world. To build all this technology together and to move money to employees in such a way that if on a Thursday night at 9 p.m., the person has done the hours, needs $100, how do you move that money to the person instantaneously? Mm-hmm. So it was pretty much like building 
a complete financial infrastructure. Definitely appreciate. So I wanted to switch gears a little bit. And I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. And this might be an app, a book, or a habit that you have, but it's something that makes you more effective and efficient. So to me, a CEO, there, there is no single hack. For me, the every day is a start a day. I, from, I start very early, like it's early in the morning and I'm talking to you. I'm on the West Coast. I start very early in the morning and spend at least two hours if not two to three hours, just working, like deep, immersed, immersive work. And every evening, I switch off completely, and I only think. Mm. So mornings are to do and to do things, and evenings are to think through things. Mm. So, that, so, I, so it's like for me, because I'm in a purpose-driven business, so I'm, I don't see my personal and professional in conflict ever. I do what I love. Right. So, so that is my only hack to do, spend mornings focused and immersed in doing things, starting things. Exactly. That, that makes perfect sense. And now I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO nugget. And this is a word of wisdom or a piece of advice. Or if you could hop into a time machine, what would you tell your younger business self? I think the first thing I would, my nugget is that have no fear. The fear only comes when you have doubts about what you're doing. And if you have doubts, then you're not yet committed enough. I, I truly appreciate that. And I, I know you touched on this a little bit as well, too. I wanted to ask you what being a CEO means to you. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show, entrepreneurs and business owners. But what does being a CEO mean to you? For me, it is working for others. I see I'm a big, big proponent and believer in servant leadership. I will never say that I have employees. I'll also always say they are my colleagues. And so, so never seeing anyone as an employee, but always seeing them as co-workers, partners, and team members. Being a CEO means to me that I've just got a different responsibility. I have to absorb more pain than others. And I have to lead by example and lead from the front, which is the fearlessness. Appreciate that definition. And what I wanted to do was pass you the mic, so to speak, Safwan, and see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And then, of course, how best they can get a hold of you, get a copy of your book, and hear about all the awesome things that you're doing. I, I rarely have good ideas to give advice with, but I believe in the power of entrepreneurship. And one thing that I would say to, I want everyone to hear is that don't do two things at the same time. Either commit. So those people, because entrepreneurship is not easy, you're, as I said, you're trying to handle resources that you don't necessarily control. The most important thing, in my opinion, is do one thing and commit to it completely. So I'm on LinkedIn. I rarely tweet, but I'm Safwan Shah, one word on Twitter. I'm on LinkedIn, of course, and my book is on Amazon. It's called It's About Time. So if you search for my name, Safwan Shah, on Amazon, you'll find the book. It'd be great if you review it, read it. It's, it's an intellectual autobiography of my school of hard knocks and observations and my view of the world. Other than that, uh, I'm Safwan at uh, payactive.com. Send me an email. I, I love to talk to entrepreneurs, love to hear their ideas and to my to the best of my ability to help and assist as much as I can. 
Nice. I definitely appreciate you. Appreciate your time. Appreciate all this and these nuggets and knowledge that you provided. What we'll do is we'll have those links in the show notes as well. And I appreciate you again. I hope you have a great rest of the day. Thank you, Gresham. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO Gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.